Hello humans, hello humans. Still February 3rd. It's the last leg, uh, the last 30 plus miles on the way out to the coast. And I wanted to get back into the uh, subject of the uh, Elohim and the Elohim worship cult and all of the stuff that's going on there. Um, as we move into the age of Aquarius, we're not going to be able to support uh, all the bullshit, right? Uh, age of Aquarius is all about knowledge. Knowledge requires uh, fact um, in order to be able to make truth. So truth is actually, um, so in order to do my work with the large language model starting in 1993 and the psychic information leaking out of people, I really had to define and think about stuff. And truth is actually um, an emotion. It's attached to something. It's a feeling. You feel that something is true. You perceive it as being true. Um, and truth can be uh, attached to a fact. So, you know, it's true that there's gravity and I can't jump to the moon, right? Um, it's factual even that there's gravity and I can't jump to the moon. I say gravity, but you know, I'm just using it as a word to explain the, or to label the phenomenon, not explain it. Uh, you can also say um, it's true that, uh, uh, so you, you can have a truth associated with a fact, you can have truth associated with a, um, a perspective, um, and you can have truth um, not associated appropriately, right? So, so there's people running out there saying, you know, emotions are true and facts are negligible, and it's like, well, okay, that's that, that's a decent statement. The statement itself might be true, but it doesn't really aid you in in understanding what's going on here. But we're coming into an age of knowledge. That knowledge requires us to have. Um, uh, all of the aspects of knowledge. You've got to have memory so that you can remember from one item to the next, right? So that's what the Elohim worship cult wants to do is to really fuck over your memory so you don't remember this shit. So you don't remember it was them doing the destruction of the towers in, um, uh, you know, um, on 9-11 and not actual 16 Saudis or whatever the fuck it was, right? That's all, all so much horseshit. Uh, we don't believe any of these things. Uh, none of them are true in spite of the mainstream media trying to defend them as true. So we're coming into this period of time that I've described as hypernovelty that is part of this lead-in uh, to these uh, couple of thousand years of the age of Aquarius in which we're really going to get at stuff. In doing so, a lot of the all of the lies will be falling aside and people will pick them up and say, no, that's a lie. I don't even have to pursue it anymore. You can shout up and down all, all you want about it, but it's a lie and it's not worth my time to fuck around with, right? So it's a lie that Israel existed uh, prior to 1947. It's a lie that um, there were any gods associated with the um, ancient Judeans. It's a lie that there were any uh, Jews mentioned in the Bible and so on and so on. And so we'll get at all of these and we'll discard them. And, you know, thousands of years from now, but probably also even maybe as little as 
20 or 30 or 40 years from now, lots of things won't exist. So we'll see a lot of the religions fall away. Uh, a lot of people will decide, no, I'm not a Jew. You know, I'm not going to do that stuff anymore. I'm not going to participate in these these rituals that um, uh, are intended to invoke and, and appease uh, the Elohim. And that's all they are is, you know, a remnant of um, Stockholm Syndrome and that I needn't bother myself with them. And they just simply won't be Jews anymore. Uh, maybe they'll have, you know, some feelings of angst or whatever from community and maybe they'll form some other community. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? But we won't have Judaism as we have it now. There will probably always be adherents and uh, there will probably always be people people doing these rituals, but at some point these guys are going to be uh, facing prohibition. In other words, there will be laws that will say, no, you can't do these Jewish rituals. And this will, this in my opinion, will arise from the um, uh, our contact with the Elohim, which is upcoming. So we will be in contact with space aliens. There are people that are uh, very knowledgeable, very serious, solid thinkers that are pretty sure that it'll be this year. I don't know that it'll be this year. I don't have anything solid that will be this year, but I know that if it's not this year, it'll be next year. Um, so 2024 or 2025, we'll get into some uh, the space aliens in a big way. Now, we'll get into it in a big way in the language long before we get into it in a big way and get uh, introduced to the fuckers. But we're going to encounter uh, some events over this year uh, that will push us into uh, open discussion about uh, space aliens, UFOs, and this kind of thing, which is going to crack open the whole issue of the Elohim uh, to the normies. And this will be happening June, July, August, in there. And it will have a serious impact on religions. going to cause all kinds of religious uh, upheaval. Um, I don't know if we're going to call it Reformation or not. Okay, so in my thinking, Christianity will still exist, although Judaism uh, will not. Okay, and there's some real possibility that there will be damage done to Islam relative to the uh, to Gabriel and the Elohim once it becomes generally known to the Islamists that uh, Gabriel was one of these um, uh, the same species uh, of being that all of the demons are it's like well maybe they won't be so hot on uh, the delivered Quran to Muhammad uh, once it once the source of that material becomes known as a space alien and not a, um, a revealed presence of a creator god. However, like I say, I think there's going to be a reformation and a, um, a resurgence in Christianity. But I think that this reformation and resurgence in Christianity is going to leave people like Bo Polney and uh, Phil uh, Godlewski behind, because these guys are adherents. You know, they uh, they're adherents of the old Old Testament, which was badly translated and was all about the Elohim. It really doesn't relate very much to Jesus at all. Um, in terms of the actual output of that mind that that we ascribe to Jesus, right? Uh, leaving aspects of divinity or any of that kind of stuff and so 
you know, for me, it's what Jesus said uh, and the thinking involved that makes that personality worth um, reading about and understanding. To other people like Bo Polney, it's the uh, the mythos of the guy surviving um, being crucified, right? Of being dead and then reborn. Now, I don't have a problem with that. I've been dead three times uh, and came back, right? So, so this is part of my experience. I don't have any issues with that happening. But to me also, not a big fucking deal, right? That the, the descriptions we have were that when Christ was on the cross being killed for being a blasphemer against the Elohim and an idolater, and that's how they speak about him in the Talmud. So we'll lose the Talmud as any kind of a reference. And if I am, um, so I, there's all these people that I uh, deal with and have in the past. And if I see a Talmud that's displayed behind him, it's like, okay, fine. You know, I'm done with you. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to talk to you about uh, these fundamental things because you believe that this is actually law, uh, this oral tradition stuff, and um, uh, and you disregard. You're an Elohim denier. Okay, so they deny that the Elohim were uh, corporeal beings, and they they insist that the that Elohim is a single is a name for a single monotheistic um, creator God, which it is not. It's plural, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm just I'm basically I'm saying I'm done with the Jews that that follow the Talmud. Other guys that, that maybe were had grown up Jewish and are questioning what the fuck is a Jew, what the fuck am I, and so on. I've got no problem talking with them. But it's these people with this rigid mindset that, uh, you know, the rituals are everything. So bear in mind, Christianity, you are saved by believing in Christ and believing that uh, Christ was uh, resurrected after being killed. Um, and uh, uh, if you're Jewish, you're saved by sacrifice. So you, your, your sins are put on the... Um, the chicken or the goat or the whatever animal you're sacrificing, including a child. And so then when you kill that child, the God is appeased, right? So it's kind of a screwy-ass religion because they're saying you can trick your gods to not um, uh, giving you shit for the sins you've created. And it's like, hmm, you know, this is a little bogus on its face. But anyway, we'll, in my opinion, we'll lose the Talmud as anything that's um, authoritative. And... Um, We'll also lose the Torah. Uh, bear in mind that uh, some of the synoptic uh, gospel writers, so the book of Luke and the book of Matthew, both insist that the Torah should be followed, that all the rituals in the Torah should be followed. Uh, and both of those insist this in order that the Elohim might not be disturbed. Okay, so they're basically saying, both of those are saying, um, you know, uh, are aware of the Elohim, aware that they're potentially a, a really nasty uh, bit of work that's going to cause you problems. And here they're saying, if you follow all this shit, the Talmud, then maybe these guys aren't going to come and hassle you. But they're not claiming they're God, okay? In fact, um, uh, if you read these uh, like John, the book of John, you, you see how Jesus detested the Elohim and what it had done to the Essenes. Uh, what the Elohim had um, 
had done to these these tribes and all the genocides that have been created and all the death and all of the the stupid meaningless rituals that that in fact connected no one to any kind of a god and are just mind-numbing um uh, kind of stuff that is remnant of mk ultra so a lot of the rituals in the jewish uh, tradition uh are intended to cause a form of mind control to emerge. Uh, the repetitious movements, the connection of the body movements to, to specific words at specific times and so on. It's all, uh, you know, MK Ultra, you know, uh, CCP, North Korea kind of brainwashing shit. Anyway, so in my opinion, uh, a lot of that's going to fall away, but we will have a bizarre kind of a thing in the sense that we're going to have, an, in my opinion, we're going to have a new Christianity emerge. Now, you could say it's a reformation, that it's a, uh, or it's a, um, uh, a revival, but I'm of the opinion that this Christianity is not going to bring along the Old Testament. It's not going to, going to follow the dictates of Luke and uh, Matthew and um, and uh, slave to the Torah. You have to understand who Luke and Matthew were relative to the Elohim and stuff to see why they included that in there. I think it's going to be much more like Mark um, and Jesus, both of whom were um, Elohim <coughs> repudiators, right? They didn't deny they existed. They just said that, no, we don't have to pay any attention to these fuckers. They're not gods. You know, they're they're abusive mass, uh, uh monsters here. So, um, so I think we're going to have a, a new form of Christianity that'll be like uh, the Christian Gospels and without all of the, the bogus bullshit that comes along from the uh, Torah and the mistranslations of it into the Old Testament. So this will be very interesting to watch unfold over the years. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's going to be weird, guys. <laughs> going to be weird because we've been in a trapped, closed, uh, uh, you know, locked down kind of a situation philosophically, economically, uh, politically, and culturally, socially for so long, and now it's all open. And we're, we're busting out all of this shit everywhere, and, and it's going to be really energetic, very, very, very dynamic over these next few years as all this stuff unfolds for us. Um, this revival uh, for Christianity, I think, is going to be global, uh, but I think that the big uh, impetus for it will be uh, here in the in the states. But I also think it's going to leave behind a lot of these mega church pastor kind of guys that are like Bo Polney. They're all Old Testament adherents. That's really all they ever talk about, and only occasionally make. Um, you know, nominal mention of anything that Jesus might have said in terms of philosoph uh, philosophically or, you know, culturally, right? And so uh, uh, we're going to have some uh, big economic impacts, too, as the whole uh, nature of uh, the religions and the Christian world change here. So we'll see, you know, like Catholic churches sold. Uh, we'll see synagogues actually abandoned because they won't be able to get people to buy them. Uh, but there won't be people going into them and, and the whole rabbinical council. I'm, I'm actually expecting a really bad time where um, we'll find in some areas that uh, uh, 
rabbis are being hunted down and killed. Uh, this will be, um, uh, maybe it'll be before fall, but it'll, it'll be in this energetic period of time uh, because so many people are in the rabbinical councils are connected to uh, the abusers. And um, so there's a bunch of levels of abuse that occur within the rabbinical councils. Uh, half of all of the Hasidics are said to have been um, sexually abused. Uh, of those people that are sexually abused, uh, uh, so about a, half of them, so about a quarter of the whole population of, of Hasidic males has not only been sexually abused, but has been sexually tortured and, and suffers uh, some form of um, uh, long-term damage as a result of that. This, uh, this kind of stuff is going to lead to uh, when all this stuff pops off and we lose authority and the authority of the um, uh, religious cultists starts fading very rapidly, which it is now starting to really roll on and uh, start uh, that kind of thing getting lost uh, here. Uh, as that moves on, people are going to feel uh, emboldened to address the fact that they had been abused. So you see a lot of Jew-on-Jew -Jew violence, okay, but it'll really be, in my way of thinking, it'll be more like executions. Uh, so we're getting a lot of that kind of stuff in the data, that there is going to be um, compensation, not in the form of making you whole, but in the form of uh, making someone else uh, have the same level of suffering that you perceive um, coming up. Okay, so uh, this period of time is, as I say, is going to be very energetic, and we should start hearing about uh, murders, many of which won't even ever be investigated, I'm pretty sure, but we'll hear about murders within the um, Jewish community. There'll be a lot of guys saying, oh my God, it's the white supremacists, they're, they're hunting down and killing our rabbis, you know, and no, it's not. It's at that level, it's going to be the people that the rabbi abused, uh, you know, sexually and mentally, uh, getting even, okay, so getting some of theirs back. And so a lot of these rabbis are going to be killed that way. Then there's going to be other aspects of this where specific individuals uh, are going to be targeted and taken out because of their association with the Mother Weffers, the Elohim uh, worship cult, and that kind of thing. These are a little bit more strategic. So we're, we're coming up into that period of time where we will have... Um, uh, let's say supporting political assassinations occur. Uh, this happens um, uh, in all these kind of uh, communist revolutions, right? Only in this case, it's not going to be the communists that are out there doing it. It'll be people doing it to the communists because they've made the uh, very egregious uh, and, and uh, irreparable mistake of allowing themselves to become known. Uh, so just like you saw on Alex Jones the other day, some guy, I think his name is Ivan something, telling the World Economic Forum and the Elohim cultists, if you kill Trump, uh, you know, we're going to go energetic and start killing all of you guys. We'll just assassinate you. And, th and that would be the case, right? So if, uh, if Trump is killed, uh, then it's like, hmm, you know, everything's open. We're dynamic at that stage. So, you know, political... Um, Grievances can be redressed by assassination, 
the World Economic Forum and the, those people had just proven it by killing Trump. So, oh, that's a good method for us to use as well. Then it's like Bill Gates, you know, the King of England, all of the members of the WEF Council, including even my local governor. Anybody that shows up on the WEF uh, pages would be a target. And I imagine they would be killed in a relatively short order. It'd be, you know, months, not years. Uh, because once one got killed, then everybody would acclaim it. Aha, aha, you know, Bill Gates was assassinated or Klaus Schwab was assassinated. Everybody clap, clap, clap for days. And in the meantime, uh, the uh, acclaim of that action and the success of that action emboldens other people and they start popping off on some of these other weffers. And so that would be the way it would roll. I do not expect that, right? I don't expect those kind of things to occur. But I do expect political assassinations at the level, um, at, a, at a lower level, uh, especially relative to these rabbinical councils that are the um, prime movers and shakers for a lot of the damage and degradation to the social order in all of the Western countries. And I expect that we'll see uh, people fleeing these countries, Jewish people fleeing these countries, guilty Jewish people fleeing these countries, trying to get to some safe haven, which I don't believe will be Israel. I think these guys are going to try and go to the Ukraine. Um, so it's going to be an interesting period. And, and we're in it now. It's going to get really uh, dynamically moving, in my opinion, around the February 18th, as, which is a um, Sunday, I think, um, as we have some uh, big economic shifts. Those economic shifts are going to expose a lot of the uh, suffering that everybody's in and also expose a lot of the evildoers. And from that point on, it's like, wow, look at, look at what happens, you know. Um, so at this point, you know, such and so can't go out anymore. Such and so can't fly on, on any airplane. And a lot of the private plane guys won't even rent their planes to him, right? It's that, that bad. So if you're, you know, once the, um, once it all breaks, then the breaks open, then there'll be a lot of people that are just in the, it won't be in their commercial interest to rent a plane to somebody that other people are trying to assassinate, right? They, because they don't want their plane blown up in order to get at that guy. Uh, which I'm certain that that's coming. I'm certain that that's going to happen. Uh, that there will be assaults like that. And we'll, given the nature of things now, we'll all get to see it. Uh, it'll also be in the, in the uh, interest of the uh, Patriot community to get this information out there because it, it starts waking up even more people, etc., etc. So, um, we're basically there now, and uh, we'll see this stuff unfold this year. I don't know if we're actually going to meet the Elohim, if we're actually going to have the space aliens show up this year, uh, but we will certainly be discussing them, we'll certainly be tearing into all the history about it, redoing all of our history, getting rid of this extra thousand years that existed in there. And um, getting the Naradime all cleaned up. Again, it is the uh, formation of the orthodoxy of the new Naradime now that is starting 
that is uh, one of the propellants for what people are describing as infighting, but really it's a purge, right? It's purging these unsavory characters that, that are in the Patriot Network that are grifters, that all they're doing is sucking money and causing problems and causing suffering, and they're not as they say, right? So anybody telling you they've got inside information to cue is one of those guys that we got to get rid of. Anybody and everybody because they're lying. There are no private comms. Um, anyway, so almost back. Uh, we're, we're at that stage now where we're going to have the uh, more ugly parts of the purge stuff come out. And a lot of personalities will fade. Um, some of them should explode just given the nature of their personality and their the dynamic uh, that they're involved in. Uh, we're going to see a lot of really goofy shit, but it's necessary that we go through all of this in order that we put it behind us and come out the other side with a uh, the ability to rebuild our narrative. Uh, so we're going to have to rebuild it because we've got to really examine all of the shit we've been told for a thousand years as to whether it's, it's true, factual, or valid in any way. Uh, much of it is not. And um, we just got to discard it. Just like, uh, you know, I discard um, all these people, Kerry Cassidy and Gene Decode and all these other fuckers saying, be afraid of AI. I just discard all of that. Uh, they're just an impediment. They're gonna, they're, their fear is, they're attempting to use their fear to limit your access to a very effective tool. So it's like, hmm, what's going on there, you know? Just because you're scared of it doesn't mean I have to be scared of it. Anyway, guys, I'm back now. I've got to do stuff. So rough days. Uh, I'll maybe do another talk. Uh, if I, It's next week, Thursday, maybe next Saturday. If I don't get those two days, it'll be the week after because uh, I've got a bunch of stuff going on here. Anyway, talk to you all later.